Hello and welcome to the We Love Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Essie Spencer. I'm an author, a coach, a love doctor, which means that I support brilliant magical women to find love, to call in their soulmate, their king, their beloved, to create really juicy, warm, nourishing partnership in a process which uh, is a bit of a heroine's journey, really. It definitely feels like a heroine's journey in the current age uh, where dating in the modern world is definitely a little bit more uh, complex than it has been in the past. I feel like what we have possible for us now and almost what these new dating apps and sort of the chaos of this new world is really inviting us to do in love is to create greater self-sovereignty in love. And what I mean by that is that it is really requiring us to get real with ourselves, who we really are and what is it that we want? What are our standards? What won't we settle for? But also how can we show up in the world as our best selves? You know, taking away any of the conditioning, you know, taking off the masks, taking away any of the performance and, you know, standing with our hearts open in the world as who we really are. You know, and that's true magnitude when we are courageous enough to be in our own true essence and to sing our song. And yes, people are going to fall away. That can be really difficult, right? Like, yes, people are not necessarily want to have you around when you go out of people pleaser mode and stop being a chameleon and stop performing for other people, right? You know, even if you're doing these things unconsciously, like there will be a period where, where people will drop away. That's what's going to happen. But these are the people that you don't want to have in your life anyway, right? You want the people who are going to be drawn to the real you, who are going to value you for who you really are deep down. It is so much less pressure for you to actually just be yourself, not to feel like you need to achieve something or to be someone that you're not or to do things in order to gain love because that's not actually what love is about. Love is around real genuine connection and it's particularly around heart connection. And you have that beautiful heart connection when your heart is free. And so everybody who is looking for love in the current landscape, which is actually like a massive disruption in terms of the way that humans on the planet have traditionally connected with each other, met each other and developed love bonds with each other than ever before. So I think sometimes it's good to remember that we are going through such a massive shift on the planet. And if you're feeling like it's a little bit confusing or disorienting, you know, if you are really having moments where you're just like feeling a little bit knocked around by that ambiguity, by that uncertainty, by the volatility, by the newness of it all, then I invite you to exercise some self-compassion. Like it's not you, like there's nothing wrong with you. I did a whole episode on this actually. It's not your fault. Uh, It's just the reality of the current moment. But it leads me into the question which I am answering today, which is, do I need to use a dating app? And so a lot of people, uh, you know, when they come into work with me, uh, like, yep, and I want to manifest my soulmate and I definitely am anti-dating apps. It's not going to work for me. I'm never going to do it. Um, Do I have to use a dating app? (laughs) And my answer is no and. And I'll dive into what I mean by that. 
And so firstly, a lot of people have had challenging experiences on the dating apps. And yes, it's a weird way to connect with people. Like it's a strange two-dimensional way to uh, to connect with people with whom you may then enter into some of the most like intimate relating with any other human on the planet, right? Like, yes, it is weird. You know, that is the reality of it, right? So first thing I think is just embrace the weird, accept the reality of the moment, surrender to it. If you've ever read The Surrender Project, I absolutely love that book. Um, You know, part of where we find ourselves collectively on the planet right now is that the majority of people are using dating apps. That just is what it is. And maybe that will shift in the coming years. I know some really exciting projects which are underway. Uh, which are around wanting to help us to find like more interesting ways to connect with each other. And of course, the metaverse is probably not too far away and different dating metaverses might completely revolutionize the dating experience in the coming years. But you know, the reality is right here, right now, at the time of recording this at the start of 2022, it's like the majority of people are using dating apps. Like that's just where the people are right now. And so you can choose to rail against that and say that you don't like it and that you don't want to use a dating app and that it's not the normal way that people connect with each other and it's limited. And, you know, all of those things probably have truth in it, you know, and the fact remains, the reality is, is that the majority of people are just using dating apps right now. That's just the way it is. And so you can also choose to accept the reality, go with the flow and know that there's a lot of people on the dating apps who are very serious around looking for love. Throughout the pandemic, Hint was saying that they saw a major shift in the way that people were using the dating apps and what their goals were in using the dating apps. So around 75% of people that are using Hinge now are using it in a very intentional and mindful way to go into long-term relating. And I did a whole other episode on which dating app is best. And you might want to go and listen to that because I broke down three different categories of dating apps. So the ones which have a low barrier to entry, uh, ones that have a high barrier to entry and one that have a special interest or a little bit more niche in their focus. And I highly recommend those ones, by the way. Um, but even on Hinge, which is in the low barrier to entry app uh, category um, in that podcast episode, those are my categories I created. Um, but in that category, you know, it still has now three quarters of its users are actually seriously looking for long-term partnership. So people's values and desires and goals have really shifted over the last couple of years in the pandemic. So now is a great time to be using the dating apps because it is a trend, more intentional dating, more mindful dating, wanting to find someone to settle down with is actually much more of the norm than it ever has been online than ever before. Also, studies show that if someone is looking for love actively, uh, they do tend to have a dating app profile active. So I always say when you're dating, like keep the top of the funnel wide, like stay open to serendipity. You can still meet someone the old fashioned way through work, through friends, through uh, finding the types of interest groups, which are going to be aligned with hobbies of yours. For instance, looking up meetup groups uh, with things that you're interested in, like rock climbing or cycling 
or um, pottery, you know, whatever it is that you like to do in your spare time, like find a meetup group or look on Eventbrite and see what might be going on in your area and get out in real life and, and meet people and do it with the intention of seeing whether there could be someone who might be interesting to you that might be there. Yeah. Um, so you can do all of that and you can have a dating app uh, profile active because a lot of people are going to have the apps active or they will have a profile up even if they're not checking it every day. So I would definitely just invite you to go to where the people are or stay open to being where the people are. Um, People across generations are now using dating apps. So it used to be something that millennials were, you know, more on the uptake of and um, people in the, the older generations were a little bit more reticent. But it's really interesting that the research that is coming out now shows that people who are in their 50s and 60s and 70s are now using dating apps so much more than before. So know that just because you may not fit into the millennial category, that doesn't mean that there aren't going to be a lot of really um, awesome contenders for you in your age bracket, whatever that may be. And again, in that previous episode that I did on which dating app is best, I give some uh, suggestions if you are particularly in some of the older age brackets as well. Um, but just know that you can also meet people regardless of your age on the regular mainstream dating apps too. People do all of the time. Stay open. You don't need to cut off or limit opportunities. Um, and if you haven't had a great experience on the dating apps, know that that's absolutely normal. But you can also look at dating app as a language that you can learn. <laughs> I spoke about this in a previous episode talking about Spanish. So if you go to Spain and you don't speak Spanish, you know, you are potentially going to be looking around saying, what are people saying? Like, I don't understand how to connect with people. This is not very interesting. Um, but if you go to Spain and you speak Spanish, then you're going to obviously have a completely enhanced experience of connection, right? So similarly, so like dating app is a language, you know, if you go into the dating app world and you do not speak the language of dating app, then you are going to potentially have a pretty dud experience, like in in the sense of it's going to be difficult for you to really connect with people in a way that's going to feel enriching and nourishing for your soul. And so... Um, if you learn dating app and you learn some of the skills in terms of going around the Relove wheel, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go and check out my previous episodes about the Relove wheel, specifically wheel two, when I am talking about how to go from dating to relationship and turning that dating wheel in the Relove language. Um, if you have got the skills to be able to turn that wheel, once you're also speaking dating app, then you are going to have a much better experience on the dating apps. So that is the case for the women that I work with. It is like night and day. They're like, oh my gosh, when I went on this app before, it was really quite traumatic. Now I actually know how to put together a compelling profile. I understand the steps. I know how to show up um, rather than just trying to stumble blindly through this world, like without speaking the language and not understanding how it all works. um, Then yes, of course, like my experience is now awesome. And then 
Also, you're giving other people the awesome experience of engaging with you. You're going to be a fresh breath of air to other people on the arts. Believe me, that's the case for the amazing relovers, which I work with, you know, when they come back and report from the field with the people that they're dating, <laughs> you know, they're like getting all of these compliments and these people are leaning in and taking interest and, you know, having really positive experiences dating them because, you know, they're showing up in their feminine magnetic essence, right? You know, they're showing up with that clarity, that confidence that certainty, knowing how to go through the dating process and they're doing it with that sense of aliveness and joy and flirting and easefulness, as well as intentionality. So taking people through that filtration process and ensuring that there is that deeper compatibility there as they turn the wheel and go into their garden and then ultimately into their secret garden, which is the long-term committed relationship, which so many people, when they're using the dating apps, are just using it as a means towards an end, you know, but you can also enjoy the journey. You want it to be a fun process. You don't want to be like gritting your teeth, you know, as you leave the island cross the moat and go into the into the garden and then finally relax in the secret garden you know you want to have fun you know you want to enjoy the process again this is how you're going to be really magnetic this is when you're going to have an abundance of suitors flocking to you and it is very easy to cultivate this um, when you know how when you know how and this is of course what I teach in Relove is like really getting down into the bottom of like what are any blocks, any emotional static, anything that's holding you back from being in this beautiful, open and alive place of self-love. So just the last point that I want to make here, though, is that in answer to the question, do I have to use the dating app? No. And (laughs) you can still choose to not use the dating apps at all. You can still choose to be completely offline and be out there in the wild. The only thing that I would just suggest to you there though, is to manage your expectations of what that's going to look like because so many people are now online. And like I said before, the majority of people who are actively searching for love because they feel ready for love and they genuinely want partnership and connection. You know, they've got a dating app profile active. So if you are now wanting to just search for love in real life, you are going to have to put in more effort than before. It's not meant to be a deterrent. Like you can absolutely do that. And just be prepared to put in more effort. And so it may be that you are thinking about those uh, hobbies, you're thinking about those interests, you know, and you're putting a date in your calendar. So once a week, you're making an effort to take yourself out to a new group or a new connection, try to do a new kind of activity. You can also take yourself out to a public place if your location and the jurisdiction that you're in and restrictions allow that and take yourself out and to sit in a cafe for instance but to do this challenge don't use your phone like leave your phone at home or at the very least like have it in your bag and make sure that you do not um pick it up and fiddle with it for at least 20 minutes. It's going to feel like torture, I know. But allow yourself to be fully available. Just sit there with a cup of coffee and just watch and smile and make eye contact with people. Again, as I said before, do I need to use a dating app? No and, you know, no and be prepared that if you go out into the wild to do things that are going to feel really, really edgy for you because it's probably going to be edgy just sitting there alone without uh, your phone, um, but certainly sitting there, 
you know, with a cup of coffee and just making eye contact with people is going to feel immensely uncomfortable because people don't tend to do that anymore, right? And so, of course, you know, when you're making eye contact, you actually want to be smiling. You want to be holding eye contact for longer than feels comfortable. Smile and give them the sense that they can come over and strike up a conversation and you can then spin the relove wheel in real life. All right, then. So to summarize this episode you don't need to use a dating app. There are plenty of ways that you can still uh, meet in the wild. I would always invite you though to keep as many options open as possible. Keep the top of the funnel as broad as possible when you are genuinely searching for love and partnership. If you choose not to to use a dating app, do that with the knowledge that the majority of people are going to be using a dating app. And there's so many cool dating apps with so many niche interests. And so many people are genuinely using dating apps now to find love across all generations. So just be aware of the fact that if you choose not to, you're cutting yourself off from the mainstream now. And yes, if you are experiencing resistance or you're feeling discomfort or you think it's a bit weird or annoying using a dating app, that's all perfectly normal. It is weird, right? You know, and it's also reality, at least right here, right now. It just is what it is. So invitation is to accept reality. This is the moment in time that we are in. Everybody's in that similar boat in the sense of that no one really gets like super duper excited about the dating apps until they learn how to use them in a really, really fun way. And then you're going to have a much better experience. Um, and you're also going to have your suitors at the other end have a much better experience all around. So it's going to be a positive ripple effect. And look at it as a skill that you can learn. Like you can learn how to speak dating app and you can learn how to master dating app. It's absolutely possible to do. And I invite you to come and get a little bit of help. I teach people how to do this in my Relove program. I love doing it. You will have heard me say before on the podcast that the dating app conversations can be some of the most entertaining conversations, right? Because everybody's going to feel weird, right? And then it can be so incredibly rewarding once you get this dialed in. And then finally, if you choose to not use a dating app and you are going into the wild, then just be prepared to invest more time and effort. So really make this a strategy. So don't do it just once and then not do it again for six months. Like make a date on your calendar, like invest the effort. If you're actively looking for love or you're actively really wanting to welcome partnership into your life, if you're doing your manifestation and your rituals, make sure that you're backing it up with action and you're doing that consistently over time. You can find a I have supported so many women to really reactivate that sense of joy and delight and experience courtship and that abundance of suitors and that beautiful inbound flow through the Relove program. Uh, which you can find out more about on my website, ezyspencer.com. And there are video testimonials over there and written testimonials of people who have found love through the program. Yes, even during the lockdown. If you have questions and feel free to send them my way, you can put in an expression of interest form. More than happy to chat with you to see whether the program is a match for you. If you're curious about you know, how it all looks in practice and how it applies to your situation, please do put in an expression of interest form over at ezyspencer.com. It is live coaching personally by me. So I'm in there, you know, looking at your dating profile. I'm giving you very specific advice throughout the process. And it's a 12-week program. So you are with a bunch of other women all around the world who are going through the same process. They're real kindred spirits. It's a, it's a really warm, nourishing cocoon. There's a lot of love. There's a lot of laughter. It's a really good vibes. Um, 
you know, and so don't worry if you haven't been dating for a while or you don't feel like you're particularly good at it. No one feels like they're good at it. And it is really, really awesome just to see people completely change their experiences of dating. So I hope that this episode helped you feel more positive about dating and I hope that you have a beautiful day. 